you and me and BPD. Season three, episode 15. Your story matters. The end of season three. Hello, welcome. It's been about two weeks or so. Um, this is the end. Here we are. We made it through a whole other season. My goodness. <laughs> I did not expect three seasons to come from this podcast, let alone one. So for that, I just have to say thank you because uh, I did not kind of anticipate that I would kind of grow to this level. Um, we reached 45k listens like a week ago and that was astonishing to me because I remember making the first couple of episodes and only getting like 50 listens or so and being like nobody wants to hear this and yet here we are three nearly four years later and or I guess three and a half whatever years later and 45k plays which is because of you <laughs> it's because of you and and your ability to listen to me and to allow me to have the space to just talk about things that I find interesting and talk about things that I'm questioning myself and things that I'm learning about mental health all the time I'm constantly learning and I get to share that with you and I am just so thankful <laughs> um, and so grateful and I wish I could hug every single one of you but at the same time I don't like hugs so I wouldn't actually but I wish I could <laughs> um, this episode is like every single kind of the end of season wrap-up episodes where I'm just gonna be rambling and if you like that awesome if you don't then I will see you next season when we will have some very interesting topics um, <laughs> to talk about because I have quite a running list of things that I would like to talk about and um, next season's gonna be interesting because I have a few more interviews lined up I have a few more kind of topics that pertain to specifically mental health but also just to in general you know how how what is not neurodivergency and how do we make friends when we are a little bit more neurodivergent than other people like things like that um that i think are really at the forefront of people's minds right now um especially with you know places starting to come out of lockdowns or people starting to feel more comfortable coming out into the world it's like how do you navigate spaces where you know especially if you've only been recently diagnosed which a lot of you have I get lots of messages from people who are newly diagnosed so if that is one of you if one of you has kind of found this podcast and been like I don't know what to do with myself please know that you are not alone in that like that is the majority of the pod of the messages I get about the podcast have to do with people who are just beginning their journeys and just beginning to explore what mental health means to them and how they can talk about it and what resources they need and how they can be supported um, by their friends and family. Like if that's you, if you're feeling very overwhelmed with life and with everything out there 
on the internet and your therapist and whatever else you might be into, just know that you are not alone and there are lots of people who are on the same road. Um, I think the pandemic and the lockdowns were a big eye-opener for a lot of people and it really impacted a lot of people so much so that they are now beginning to explore their past even before the pandemic and and what that can mean for them for the future. So I hope you know that you're not, you know, your struggles are not your own. And if you ever reach out to me, um, I will tell you that a thousand and one times. And you can even just reach out to me and say, tell me I'm not alone, please. And I will give you a whole spiel about how much you are loved and how much I love you. I don't even know you and I love you so much. Um, and so that brings us to the kind of reason why I called this episode, like your story matters is I've seen a lot of people talking about wanting to be more open about their mental health, wanting to speak out more often, wanting to be more informed, wanting to, you know, express this part of themselves that they feel like they just can't do right now. And I really want to give you the platform to do that. So I did announce towards the end of October that I'm going to be holding this like online gallery of sorts. And if you want to write a poem, write a short story, write whatever, or create an image or an art piece that really speaks about your mental health, like I would love to give you that platform to do that because your story matters. And all of us who speak about our mental health, whether we do so on a kind of more professional platform like a podcast or a blog or you know our Instagram pages and stuff or if we just talk about it to the people in our lives to the people that we interact with every day the more that we express ourselves and the more that we are able to kind of have this opening up of ourselves to others the better people understand what mental health is and how individual it is because that's one of the things that I hope if you've been listening for a while to my ramblings on here, I hope that you've understood that we are all different. And I try to provide so many different instances of why things happen the way they do or why BPD develops or how my BPD developed and how I am living with it and embracing it and working my way through, you know, the more negative in quotations like aspects of this mental illness and I think it's important that we begin to dissect what what is BPD what does it mean to be disordered in your way of thinking and how can we better understand from an individual perspective from a basis by basis perspective what it means for people to have this disorder and there's still a lot of misconceptions about BPD. Um, there's still a lot of people who don't fully understand it. And there's some people who think that they have it all figured out. And it can be hard to navigate the world when you have kind of these two extremes of one person saying, it doesn't exist, it should be called this instead. And you have somebody else who's saying, no, I have done all the research and I have figured out exactly why this happens. And really, all you can ever do as an individual is take your story, your triggers, your trauma, whatever it is that you live with and work through it, hopefully with a licensed professional 
therapy doesn't work for everyone, but whether it's a life coach, whether it's a therapist, whether it's group therapy or art therapy or music therapy, whichever way that you can work with someone else to kind of navigate your world and your mind um, is really helpful. And whether that means, you know, you have a friend that you sit down with and you guys have a therapy session and just like vent to each other and just unpack yourselves or, you have a workbook and you're working through a dbt workbook with someone and you're kind of realizing why things happen or where your triggers are like any form of self-introspection that you can undertake in a way that doesn't overwhelm you you're gonna benefit from it um so one resource that I just want to leave you with since this is the end of this season. I'm not going to be making more episodes until the spring. So until February, end of February, March. One resource I did want to leave you with is a book that I've been reading. Um, and for me, I've mentioned it a couple of times on the, on the podcast, DBT and CBT therapy. They don't vibe very well with me. Like I just... I don't really like people telling me exactly the way I have to do things and giving me step-by-step orders. Like it just, it does not fit me. Um, And especially because I have a meditation practice and a yoga practice and I would consider myself to be Buddhist. I find that part of DBT is this aspect of mindfulness. And I think sometimes people take it from a really regimented perspective of, oh, I need to go through mindfulness in such and such ways. But I found a book that I'm currently reading and it's called Mindfulness for Borderline Personality Disorder. Um, If you look up specifically that, you will be able to find it. I found it on Amazon and um, it's also available as an ebook. So if you do better with reading books electronically, um, that's also available for you. And I've been skimming it. I'm currently reading like two other books, but I've been kind of looking through this book and kind of reading about how they use mindfulness. And I find that for me, I need something that is going to kind of allow me to feel like I have some flexibility in the wording and how I'm learning things. And this book seems to be really helpful for me. It's pretty short. It's only about, I would say like 200 pages, less than 200 pages, but it begins with a kind of introduction to borderline personality disorder. And then it talks about mindfulness and where meditation comes in. And then it gives you some various practices. And I've been finding that this works for me better Um, better than a DBT workbook. I have used those in the past and I just find that, you know, having to write down my answers just feels very methodological to me and just very foreign. Um, But when I, because I have a meditation practice already, I use mindfulness um, in the capacity for my mental health and it really works for me. So I just wanted to put that out there. Um, I will as I have constantly mentioned, I do things through Instagram. So um, I will also be putting uh, a photo of the book on my Instagram stories. 
And you can either find that through looking at my stories or you can find that through looking through the podcast um, story highlight because I put all the stuff to do with the podcast there. Um, And yeah, I really, I just think that this is really a good resource for people who might be more interested in the mindfulness aspect of DBT rather than, you know, working through a specific workbook. If that's you and you really enjoy the workbook, all the power to you. Like I support you in your journey. Just for me, it doesn't really work. Um, something else that I wanted to mention is just that I really appreciate, um, all the messages that people send me and I really appreciate, you know, your support. (laughs) Um, and since I am going to be taking a little bit of a break from, you know, social media, putting out podcast episodes like if you message me and I'm not really responding or I take a little bit longer to respond like I still see your messages I still really want to connect with you it's just winter for me (laughs) is a time of deep introspection and I am going into there's been a lot of changes in my life and I'm going into this season with a understanding that I want to just spend a little bit more time being even more introspective than I already am. (laughs) Um, I just kind of want to, you know, really spend the time working on myself because I think that's really important. And I think that any time that you can set aside to really you know, slow down and especially disconnect from social media because social media is so overwhelming all the time. Having people's opinions in your face, having people's lives in your face, thinking that you need to care about everyone. Like it's just, it's a, it's a lot. It's very overwhelming for me. And so I take the winter time, I disconnect and I stop the podcast and I don't post on Instagram and I just kind of spend a little bit more time off of my phone um and i i really want to be able to in the future share more you know meditation techniques and share more about mindfulness and how it's really helped me because of all the different ways that i've been impacted by bpd um for me my sense of self has been the most hard hit and i've it's been the thing i've struggled with for most of my life um So when it comes to being mindful about my day and my time and how I'm interacting with the world, it's really been really beneficial for me to, you know, get into this routine of when it comes to winter, when it comes to time that, you know, I can't go out as much. I'm not as excited about going outside. It's cold. My body hurts, stuff like that. I can find a little bit more compassion for myself and be like, okay, maybe this is the time to really slow down. And that's what I'm doing. And I've done it the past two years and I look forward to it every year um, because life is overwhelming. As most of you know, it is a lot to deal with. And the day-to-day aspects um, of what it means to be a human, especially a human with mental health conditions, um, it's a lot and it's not easy. And 
if you have struggled this year, if you feel like this has just been a whole lot of just emotional stress and anxiety and you're just feeling worn out, I highly recommend just disconnecting from the world for a little bit, like just shutting yourself off from, you know, especially social media for me um, and just taking some time to just kind of relax and look at things that you enjoy and wonder why do you enjoy them and try to try new things like maybe art maybe art is your thing or maybe making music or you know creating things with your hands like there's so many options out there for ways that we can express ourselves and I think it's really important to find stuff that works for us um for me, my meditation practice, as much as it might seem like it's not really, you know, sometimes I feel like, oh, this isn't productive. I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting here meditating. But for me, it is very helpful to slow down, to stop my brain from constantly racing and to say, okay, I'm just going to take five or 10 minutes. I try to do 20 minutes in the morning and 20 to 30 minutes in the afternoon and taking that time to really slow down and just stop has been really helpful for me um so that is essentially where we are it is the end of this season um i'm gonna be taking a break from my social media i'm going to still be answering messages and you can reach out to me whenever you want over on my instagram page and that's available to you um, this book, Mindfulness for Borderline Personality Disorder, is a really great resource that I found and it might work for you, so go ahead and give it a try. I found it on Amazon, it's not too expensive. And there's also the art gallery. Um, so if you write poetry or short stories or want to share any of your art, that's awesome. You can totally do that. The form is available. It's a jot form. It's available on my Instagram. And um, I would love to get submissions. The submissions close on December 31st. So there's still about a month left. And um, in the new year, I'll be putting it together and figuring out the best way to kind of support what you guys have kind of helped create. Um, one thing that I am interested in, if you really want to reach out to me and you've been wanting to reach out to me and you're like, I don't know what to say. I just really want to reach out. Tell me what you're interested in. Because one of the things that I constantly struggle with is trying to figure out what am I doing? <laughs> what do people want? And what are people, you know, what, what would they like to see? And I think that this podcast is a beautiful expression of myself, but I don't just want it to be myself. So if if you think it would be cool to, I've been thinking about starting, you know, a meditation group or a mindfulness group or, you know, offering yoga and stuff. Like I, I really want to try to create a little bit more of a community because I think that that's what a lot of us need. A lot of us need people around us who understand what we're going through and who can support us. So maybe that's a WhatsApp group where we can send emojis or messages to each other. Like, I don't know. <laughs> if you're interested in any of that, reach out to me, message me, 
do not email me. That's the thing. I've been getting, I got like two emails from like random, like podcast people. And I was like, don't email me. If you find my email, it's not anywhere. But if you find it, don't email me, please. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's, that's about it. Season three is done. Here, here it is. It's over. It happened. It was great. I've done some amazing interviews. I've made some episodes that have really made people have a lot of opinions. And I love that. I love discourse. I love having conversations. And if you want to share your story, as I mentioned, everyone's story matters. If you want to share your story, reach out to me as well and we can talk about it. And I'm so down to do so many more interviews. Um, I'm a really chill interview host from what I can experience. So it's very chill. This is a chill space. I'm trying to be as chill as possible. And yeah, (laughs) thank you again for just supporting me and for supporting this podcast and for helping me to feel seen (laughs) because I spend a lot of time by myself. I spend a lot of time kind of critiquing myself and going over the voices in my head and just feeling uncomfortable in my body and my person and I really appreciate the space that that you've given me to explore myself and what it means to be me to be just Steph just Steph existing in the world which is sometimes very overwhelming um, so I thank you and I am sending you so much love and I hope that you have a great winter season. I hope you are able to spend some time decompressing from the year, letting go of what no longer serves you in your life and your mind and the way you talk about yourself and just starting to find a little bit more self-compassion because if all of us can be more self-compassionate to ourselves, then maybe we can start to extend that compassion to others. And if we can all just find a world where we can embrace our individuality and the various ways that we exist, then I think the world can just become such a beautiful, beautiful place to be in. So I thank you. And I will see you in the spring when the ground thaws and the earth becomes awake again because I am feeling the call to sleep (laughs) and the hibernate and hide away in my little cave. Um, So I appreciate you for being here. I appreciate this, this time that you've given me and I will see you in season four. Season four. Wild. (laughs) Okay. Bye.